You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. And hello, everybody, and welcome to TNM Coaching Unplugged Podcast and Soren Todorovic Interconnected Podcast. Two podcasts at the same recording, which is efficiency and agility in the same time. So you can listen on all different channels. And today we have a very special guest. I keep on bringing my friends to the podcast, which is so sweet because when you bring a friend to recording, you relax, you can talk about everything, you can really connect. And you can also benefit by listening to these deeper friendship conversations. And our conversation today is going to be, how can we be in the flow and how can we not stand in our own way? I think this is a very important and deep topic. I keep on struggling myself, to be very honest with you. Sometimes I stand in my own way. I think I need to do this or that or the other. My mind tells me one thing. My heart tells me the other thing. And I keep on standing in my way. I think this is a good practice for us to learn how not to be in your way. And we're going to explore this together with my very special guest and very dear friend, Michael Carhon. Michael is a natural coach. Sometimes when you talk to Michael, he says, I'm not a coach, but he is a natural coach. He has a huge, big heart. He's an amazing motivator. He's a spiritual pioneer that has been pioneering spirituality for such a long time from East to West brought so many wonderful teachers to our knowledge. He has amazing ability to see opportunities and then collaborate and contribute to others. And he's at service to others. I can tell you about Mickey Michael, that he has been always a person that I aspired to be like, because he was always there to serve others effortlessly. What is his life journey? Just for you to know a little bit more about Michael is he has studied Tibetan Buddhism with Dalai Lama already at the age of 20, which is very early on. I mean, you know, you're awakening, you're not even 21, you're already within the Tibetan Buddhism and studying there. He also immersed himself in Vipassana, and we, he took Vipassana that today we call mindfulness to Sweden and also from different groups around Vipassana to get people to become mindful. He has also studied with different spiritual gurus and leaders in spiritual community, all the way to Osho that we love and appreciate, to Papaji, to Edgar Tolle. Then he moved it with Byron Katie and other profound teachers. He has this natural ability to share what is beneficial for him. And this is how I've learned from Michael. He always talks about himself and what he has learned, experienced, the journey he went through, and then effortlessly share this wisdom and knowledge to others. And that makes him a beautiful, natural coach. He has also contributed to development of Sweden a lot. He brought a lot of spiritual teachers to Sweden. During the last 40 decades, he has organized different workshops and events um, with artists, leaders, and teachers. So, for example, he worked closely with Byron Katie all the way back to 2013, and he brought a lot of work of Edgar Tolle as well to Sweden, Stockholm, and beyond. We're talking Norway and Russia and rest of the Europe. So he was always passionate activist for evolution of human consciousness. He was always passionate activist to contribute others by sharing his own wisdom. And it's my joy and pleasure to welcome Michael to today's call. Welcome, Michael. Wow, brother. Wow. I, 
I'm I'm just taking that in what you're saying, you know, because it's like we are so amazing beings. We are these multidimensional creatures that are pure love. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing to like, you know, when I've been listening, like when you talk about me, you talk about yourself. When I see all the other ones you've been inviting and all the the friends everywhere now, it's like I, I was sitting here before we we're going to do this talk. I, I see us on this amazing glowing spaceship, you know, mm-hmm. and where we are. We are so amazing. This this pure love that I feel, and I'm so honored. You know, honored first to be here to share this with you, my brothers and all the sisters that are here, all the friends that have gone before. I mean, if we're looking back, how many has gone before us to make it possible that to be here right now in this time that is so unique. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like I feel, wow! It's such a possibility, and if I feel like we all been sitting in this, we we signed up for this. You know, yeah. we signed up for this, and and in that space of no time, no space, and we are here, and it's happening now. You know, it's never been a time like right now. Mm-hmm. So for me, like when you when you talk about all these people, like it goes back nearly 50 years for me, like just talking about my unique, this happening through this body. Like, uh, I don't know why I was, uh, I, I lived in, in uh, the state 69, 70, you know, with all the drugs, with LSD, with the music and that whole thing, 16, 17 years old opening the mind, not understanding anything, you know, really. I mean, totally. What do you know when you're 16, 17 in those days? And then the journey on and then going east, because that was where the influence was coming, that in some way was explaining what was happening on the inside. And then meeting His Holiness and uh, and yes, hearing someone saying that we are we are bodhisattvas. We are here to serve each other. It's only one human being, one being, all sainted beings. It's only one here. And, and to be an instrument for that. And uh, something just touched me so deep. It, it, just, it was like when you hear truth, mm-hmm. when you hear truth speak, you know, because everybody knows in the deepest, you know, it, Everybody knows. It mm. does. Every being knows. You know. You go animal. You go even whatever someone has done or not done. Or in the deepest, it's goodness. Mm. It's a basic goodness. You know. In in everything, we we are born out of that goodness. Yeah. Out of that pure love. So something just touched me, and then it's just been an honor to serve that. You know, like whoever I meet, I who touches me and. We all know that we have our, our dark sides, that we have all our traumas, we have all our things we need to work with, and we never finished. You know, it's no beginning, no end to this journey. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, it's just been, an, I've been just on my own, like you meet someone and that day touches you. And then from that place, you want to share that with others. And then it's not my business who wants to take on that. But when I look back, like in these 50 years, what's been happening? I mean, it's like a tsunami now. <laughs> it's it's like crazy and it's coming through the feminine mm-hmm. i mean it's the feminine that's coming now it's the it's the gaia it's mother earth mm-hmm. it's coming up through and from father sky and we are here in the middle and what are we going to do with it you know yeah <laughs> like what are we going to do with it so when i see you and when i hear like the people you've been interviewing and on every level, I mean, now with internet, I I see internet really like the Ganga, you know, like because I love India, I've been there a lot. It's the holy river, you know, internet is the holy river. Mm-hmm. Everything is possible to throw into a river, but it's so much possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I feel like it's a fire, you know, and we are so many. So it's like a fire burning and, uh, uh, you know, what what can we do with it? And it's like like that. Yeah. So it's so beautiful what you said. At once when you recognize that truth, when you met people alongside your way, and that you understood that it's about service to others, and that we're all interconnected as one, and that we're all one being, and that we have to relate to one another, and as as one, and then serve. That was, I suppose, the the biggest initiation that you have received at a very young age, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that was so clear. And on many times it was not clear, you know, mm-hmm. let's look, you know, when you look like you, you, for example, with meditation, with Vipassana, with everything like that, I went into that. And I can also see that you can use anything like an addiction. Anything can be an escape. Yeah. You can call it meditation. You can call it, you know, and, and I used everything for escape in my life. I can see that, you know, with my own addictions and with my things. But then, then you realize that you come to a point where, you know, the dark night of the soul, you know, you get down on your knees and you feel, shit, this is not working. And can you be, you know, then you stand up and then you go. And then uh, pure love is so open intelligence is so kind. So it always brings to you what you need. And it's not always what you what you want, you know, like when I'm thinking about relationships and things that happened in my life that I that came to me as my teacher it was not like I was saying yes that's what I want you know but you know how it is after you you realize you know that okay it was for me I couldn't see at that time but it was for me I need yeah yeah, and that's an amazing wisdom in itself that you, we are able to recognize when tough situation happens or the spirit brings us certain initiations and challenges that we do trust that. And we know that this is in our hearts benefit in our highest good instead of rebelling and resisting. Yeah. It's, it's like we fake it until we make it, you know, like I'm, when I'm looking back, like all the practices and everything, you know, like being in Pune with Osho at that time mm-hmm. being, and you know, whoever I met, like I, you, you, in many ways, I had no idea what I was doing, you know, but I, I, I did it anyway until you get so exhausted 
<laughs> you know, it's they have this thing in India when they catch monkeys that that uh, you know it's like the monkey mind that they you, they put in uh, a coconut and the hole is so small and you have to they, they they stick the hand in and then they open the hand and then they can't pull out you know and I it's the same way with us you know with our monkey mind that's we we get stuck and then to realize okay i can just relax really i am pure being i mm-hmm. am what i'm looking for and really i am that mm-hmm. and to come to that because you know like also what you talked about a little bit to to look at you know the to to see how can we get into that flow and how can we open that door and and for me it's really a lot about relaxation, you know, about relaxing into this present moment that that is always here, waiting for me, available. And and uh, so, just want to take one moment for a few seconds, just to stop thinking. Mm-hmm. That for me is the key. That that's my door. That's my door. You know, everybody have their keys and doors. My door that I is just stop thinking. And it can happen. Don't need to close my eyes. It can be anywhere, but it's just stopping because then I stop the word. I stop. Everything stops. And there is like that multidimensional door into unexplainable. And um, yeah, yeah, we can all feel it now when we are in that space, isn't it? The energy has shifted completely when you said that, right? So for the people who are new to this i mean they understand what you and i are sharing what you're sharing right now stop thinking but we know that a lot of people are struggling to attain that level of beingness like yourself you you have been practicing for such a long time so you can command it you can say stop thinking and you would stop right and you would feel that multidimensional space of surprise and awe and glory but what would you say to people who say stop thinking, but they can't? I, I would say it's really a lot about a kindness. You know, like I, I, I was uh, teaching mindfulness, but I call it kindfulness. I love that kindfulness. That, that's that because that's where, you know, like I feel it's the language of the heart. and. Uh, it's really that kindfulness to yourself that it's a repetition in some way, being very, very kind and very like meditation has been in the old ways, been always like you should sit down, you should do this in this way. I, for me, I, I can't even go to this Pasana retreat anymore. It's too much for me. You know, I, I, I feel more the feminine dancing the joy the 
I, I feel it's really more about finding what, what is it that brings you kindness to yourself and joy to yourself and, and to, to go with that. I mean, so I really don't know for anybody else what to do, but I can say that when you practice that stopping, something will happen. It's like a crack. Mm-hmm. And it will be because it's your natural state. If it was difficult, then it's not for me. You know, it, our nature is this open, clear, blue sky space. That, that's, that's our nature. We're born out of that. We go back to that. And really, it's there all the time. Even if it's clouds on the sky, the blue, the sun is always behind. So I feel it's more... If you want to do that practice and try that, then it's really just to, you can put it on your alarm or, you know, like stop like every hour just for 10 seconds and really to use your body because it's about embodying. It's about coming back to your feelings and to your body. The body is the instrument, I feel, you know, it's really, it's such an amazing because it's nature. And and as soon as you connect back with your body, even if it feels painful or whatever, if you can just relax in your body and use make it pleasurable to yourself in your body, but come back to the body and stop just for a millisecond, mm-hmm. you will you will see that it will get longer and longer and longer by itself. It happens by itself very naturally. Mm-hmm. I can also say that because. I also had a very dynamic and business mind, a busy mind, especially when I was younger. And, you know, the, the one thought will come and the other one and the other one and the other one. For me, it was challenging to stop my dynamic mind because it was overstimulated, so to say. So when I began practicing exactly what you're saying, like stop, breathe, connect, style, silence and stillness practices, it happened exactly as you said. It keeps on expanding in a way that you begin enjoying it more and more and more. And then you reach and attain that level in yourself when you can do it naturally without any effort. And I think the key, what you're sharing is no efforting, just seeing that this is a natural state. You just need to access it and start playing with this, practicing it, trying it out and see how does that go for you. And I'm also talking to people who are extremely busy, have challenging lives with families, with businesses, with kids they tend never to stop, right? So this stopping and creating pause, it's a beautiful practice for all of us. Yeah, it's really, and you know, for me, as you mentioned, Byron Katie, I met Byron Katie 25 years ago when I was, the woman I was living with left me for someone else. And I left many women's in my life and I've been, been left before, you know, so, but Sometimes it triggers that really that we don't know why, but sometimes it just triggers when everything falls apart. And I didn't know what to do with all my painful thoughts and my jealousy and all, you know, it, everything came. And what I love is to write down all the thoughts that are painful. Mm-hmm. And because when I put, it's like putting a photograph of the mind because you stop the mind then also. If it just goes too fast, writing down 
it stops and you have it on the paper. And mm. then you can question those thoughts if they are true. Mm. And then they become a doorway deeper into that crack. Mm. So that has been incredibly helpful. And I've been working with that with helping friends for 25 years with that. You know, as soon as someone I ha- has something with whatever it is, with, it, with themselves, with a business partner, in relationship, whatever it is, mm. to just write it down. And so then you also, like I said, you stop the mind. You, you, because then the, that thought cannot just keep on going. You, you, you have it down there, and then you can do, do the question. You know, in India in the old days, it was enough for them to say, who am I? And they went straight into that space. We are so much more complicated here. <laughs> I love it. Who am I? I'm straight into that space. Yeah, right also- away, you know, who am I? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm everything. I am, you know, but that's not where we are at. You know, I am Michael. I'm 69. I'm a father. I'm, you know, I'm yeah, no yeah. good. I'm good. You know, that's on and on and on. That's the, 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 the mind, how it is now. So we need something to kind of, yeah, just relax and stop a little bit. Yeah, that relaxation is extremely important. I just want to kind of reiterate what you just said, writing things down and really understanding what are your painful thoughts that you can then transcend and asking those wonderful questions. Yeah. You practice from Byron Kate. Is this true? Is it absolutely yeah. true? How do I know? Go ahead, tell us. Exactly. You know, is it true? Can I really know that this is true? And how do I react? How do I feel when I believe this? Mm. Who would I be without it? Mm. And turn it around, you know. You know, like for me, for example, I'm, I, yeah, my last two years has been like, you know, it, it, I, I love uh, Castaneda and Don Juan, you know, like in the old days, like with having death on sitting on your right shoulder all the time looking at you because uh, I had this 1987, I, I had a car accident where I was unconscious for 10 days. Mm-hmm. So, I went to the other side. I, I was, you know, I was away for 10 days. And then the last two years, I had COVID twice really bad. Mm-hmm. I, I had a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a, a heart attack like six weeks ago. You, you know that where my heart stopped and the ambulance and back like that. So, and I had uh, Lyme disease. So, uh, to be in the middle of all this happening, the, the life, you know, the, ca- the chaos, because come on, look around, it's chaos in this world. I mean, it's like, but can I be still? Can I be in my center? Mm-hmm. That also comes back to what you were saying, what we are addressing. Can I stay in my center? And, and that is the only refuge that I have, at least, you know, is to stay in my center. All this is happening. I'm lying in bed. The ambulance is coming. I have COVID. I'm coughing. It's in the middle of the whole, the, the whole thing like that. And can I still stay in my center? And I can sometimes and I cannot sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I'm, I'm, I, I flip flop, 
you know, I flip in for me more, you know, like the heart has always been, the heart is where the home is. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's like the returning to the heart, which is only one heart. Mm. So, you know, in all, in middle of all this that's been happening to me, something is seeing all this. It's like a big show. It's like really watching a movie, you know, going on. And, and uh, in, in the East, they call it the Leela, like, which is like a big play, Shakespeare, whatever, you know, it's a big play going on called life. Mm. And can I just be, seeing this happening and I don't need to go. And when I go into it, what can I do to, to return back to that center as fast as possible? Mm-hmm. And that is really my practice. When I see that I go off mm-hmm. and sometimes I had a teacher, you know, you mentioned Papa Yi, and he said, he said, don't go to the graveyard and dig. And he's meaning like when you go with thoughts that you know you're going to end up in so much pain and suffering, can you take yourself, you know, sooner and sooner and come back? Mm-hmm. Because it's nothing there. It's only death. You can dig and dig and dig and it's nothing there, you know, like the, it's so. So you mentioned something that I just want to ask with curiosity. I know that the audience will be curious. When you had this accident and you left for 10 days, how was that for you? Do you remember anything from that space or, or not? I, I remember, you know, like I was driving 100 kilometers and straight into a tree. That's no good idea to do. You know? And at that time, my life was going so fast in that way. I had my business and uh, uh, I, I just went the, the wrong the wrong way. I just wanted more and more and more, you know, like give me more money. I was like, and I was totally crazy going. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, existence said, you know, okay, into a tree, this guy, he, he cannot have it like mm-hmm. soft. He needed very hard. I'm going to come to your question how it was, but yeah, of course I, I went straight in. And I was lying on the ground and it was, I remember because it was snow and ice in Sweden. And I, I flew out of the car straight into a tree with my neck. I broke the leg in seven places. And I was like, uh, just, uh, you know, on the, I remember it was so cold. And then I don't remember really anything. They needed to keep, I was in the hospital and I heard the nurse because the, the hearing you can do when you're gone. The hearing was there in some way. I heard, no, we're losing him. He's dying, I remember. Mm. And, and that's basically what I do. But, you know, people talk about the light and the tunnel. And like that. This is true for me mm-hmm. because I only saw pure love. For mm. me, it was only light and love. So for me, after that, it's no fear. You know, it's no fear around death. And I, I've been lucky. I've been around many people have left the body where i've been around them and and uh, i don't know that's an honor you know like being with someone is born or when they're leaving the body it's the same energy for me mm-hmm. that pure love mm-hmm. and and uh, it's so intensified in that time so i was in that pure love that's mm-hmm. all i remember mm-hmm. it's so nourishing to hear that especially now when people are afraid of that and dying a lot of people get really worried you know 
with the current situation, what will happen to their life, where are they going to go? So uh, the reason why I've asked you this is just so lovely to hear that there is this light and love and beauty awaiting for everybody in the continuation of life. Mm. And also, I was so afraid when I couldn't breathe when I had COVID. So I understand that. It's not like, you know, I, I don't have the fear because... It just happens by itself. It's really, it has its own way, system to work, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I can do is then returning to that center, mm-hmm. you know, and knowing that the, bre- the breath is like the bridge between the body and the mind. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have the prana, we have the breath, and, and this, all these, these techniques and practices we've learned. and. Uh, to, can we support each other in that way when, when things happen? So it's not like, so I can really feel empathy with people being afraid, but can we support each other in that ang- anguish and that fear and, and uh, that practice mm-hmm. and just make it so finding more and more that balance, the yin and yang, the w- whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of go full circle back into the beginning of our recording, which was, you know, stay in the flow, do not stand in your own way. So for you, because I know that you're sharing from your own experience and this is your strength, you know, what worked for you not to stand in your own way? If you think about your life and you reflect about your life circumstances and all the experiences, when you were able not to stand in your way, how did you behave? What did you do? Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting when you say that. I see the only one that can stand in my way is myself. Mm-hmm. That's really the key for me. That nobody, nobody, nothing has done anything to me, and I'm ta- saying that from my multi-dimensional self. Mm-hmm. And it's not to be arrogant, you know that doesn't happen on different levels that 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 is the experience i mean and i have that experience that i think others have done but i always end back in that place of that really i'm the one standing in my own way and nothing else you know but to know that that's huge (laughs) <laughs> like that's huge you know like you i i, I heard you were talking the, the talk with this amazing guy i don't know his name you're talking about free will for example yeah to know that you have free will that is not very many people that have now that know that so mm-hmm. they don't have any free will because to know that in the deepest that you have with it's such an responsibility it's mm-hmm. such a huge and and so it's not to take these things lightly you know like um, i really want to say that to i honor all the sisters and brothers you know mm-hmm. like who is on this path who is mm-hmm. doing this work i mean what what we are doing is the most important things we helping people to get back into balance we're helping the whole universe to stay in balance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like such a it's such an important role we all when we take full responsibility of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know I, if you, I love what you I love what you're sharing. First of all, knowing that one has a free will, and I absolutely agree with you. You know, not many people remember that. You know, we all know it, as you said, deeper, but we forget that we do. And then also understanding yourself with the compassion that you're the only one who can stand in your way. So, what do you do, for example, when you realize, okay, here is a situation in my life. I'm mindful, I'm aware that I'm the one standing in my own way. How do you work with yourself to free yourself up and to allow the flow to start happening? What what do you do? Do you talk to yourself? Do you practice something? I'm just curious, how does that work for you? I call you, Sora. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we call, you know, like I have this men's group that I'm part of. Uh and, And I... I love, uh, you know, the support of the community. You know, it's the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. Mm-hmm. And the Buddha is this awakened consciousness. Mm-hmm. The Dharma is the different ways we have, whatever ways. And the Sangha is the community. Mm-hmm. It's the brothers and sisters, you know, like we, now it's really the time of community, of not staying alone. Uh, communicating transparency, honesty, mm-hmm. vulnerability, friendship. There, there is no competition. There is only one friend here, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's unique. So for me, I, I, I hear you, you know, what do I do? I, it's a little bit how deep it goes you know like i i say sometimes karma is like sometimes it's like you pull a little in the sand and the water comes and it takes away then you just sleep and it's gone you know whatever you do something you forget and then some things is like hammer and chisel into and they are more difficult mm-hmm. and uh, you can you can just on and on go back and and uh, to that pure love to resting, to seeing that I'm doing my best. Everybody's doing their best after what capacity they have. It's that compassion with myself and the compassion with all be sainted beings. Mm-hmm. It's that loving kindness. And that can be fierce. That can be yes. That can be no. That is not like yes, but... More like that. I, I, I hear you and I, I'm... No, but I'm, I'm with you because I, I yeah. do this myself through conversation as yeah. well. Friends, coaches, uh, my community as well. When I am on my own way and I'm really, really struggling, yeah. and I know I am in my own way, but I don't know how to get myself out of it. I think that for me, what really works is conversation. And in that conversation, people will reflect back what they're hearing they would also give you a different point of view maybe they will give you a completely different perspective maybe they will be able to take you out of the box maybe they will be able to challenge you and give you feedback sometimes i had these conversations especially the men's group that you mentioned i also am part of men's group when people would challenge your thoughts in a good way sorry and ask you you know is this really true for you you know how can we challenge that so i think conversation it's extremely important and that belonging to community to get yourself out of your own way. And of course, coaching, as you know, works really well with that space. Yeah. 
So we're very close to, <clears throat> excuse me, ending of our recording. So based on what we shared so far, and thank you so much for this transmission, because I always feel when I talk to you like you're pure transmission of love, joy, happiness, harmony, stillness, and, and wisdom. What would you like to leave this audience with? Anything that you feel inspired to share, which is for us just to close this conversation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what to say? You know what to say? Amazing. No, no, but what to say? This was amazing. Exactly. I mean, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. I I love you so much, Soran, and I I am so honored, brother. And I just want to say that that you know what you give and what you do to the world. It's like so. So amazing and and uh, really honored to be your friend and yeah. to all the sisters and brothers here like i just deep deep thank you thank you thank you for for what you're doing and being and holding it and uh, and sharing to the to, to the world gratitude to you mickey as well it was so beautiful to feel sense and uh, experience your wisdom in action uh, thank you so much for joining in today more yeah. conversations with mickey will come soon i'm sure for the readers and viewers, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to our podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for being here, for experiencing this wonderful, wise transmission in action. Until next time, lots of love and joy to everybody. Bye for now. 